0: Before we dive into what I think God would have us for this morning, for this very special morning, there's actually something we need to do. You see, all this came together because of a vision, because of tireless work, long hours, blood, sweat, and tears. There are many men and women who have poured so much into this space so that we can be in this crowded room right now. Who saw this building as a dump and saw the potential of what it could be. And they deserve our recognition. One man, actually, above all, he's gonna be annoyed that I'm doing this, but he's deserving of it, for he has carried this on his back more than anyone else. He has been our Nehemiah through this experience. And and I don't want to just a round of applause. We need a standing ovation. So if you would please turn to Dave Ellich and give him the honor he deserves. <laughs> Make sure before you leave here today, you go and you tell him how much you appreciate all the sacrifice he's made because he loves you. Now, as we've been going through the story series, we're actually gonna take a pause because today is very special. And I've been praying and meditating, asking God, what what would you have me to say on this kind of day? And I can think of no other passage than one that comes out of Philippians. It's one single verse. And let me give you the context. The book of Philippians was written by the Apostle Paul. And he's not writing it from a comforting space with cushioned seats and air conditioning. He's writing it in a jail cell. And he's writing this letter. It's one of the last words he's ever gonna say to anybody. And he wants to encourage this special church known as the Church of Philippi. He wants them to know how much he loves them, but more importantly, how much he loves Jesus and wants to see Jesus be formed in them. He wants to see them come to love the same Jesus that has changed his life. And so as he knows that he is awaiting a death sentence, he writes this goodbye letter for their strength and encouragement for the days ahead when they don't have Paul with them. And I look at this and I think this is a perfect word for today. One single verse. And so as I stop to read, I want you to picture in your mind, Paul, 2,000 years ago, in a jail cell, in a first century jail cell, writing this letter. And instead of hearing it to the Philippians, I want you to hear it to the Bluffians. It goes like this. Philippians chapter one, verse six. I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. Let me read that again because this is a powerful verse. And I want you to remember, he's about to die. And they're wondering, how do we go on? Here's how it goes. I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. It's comforting to know that the work of Christ is never done, that Christ is going forward. He is continuing to change lives. Many of you have experienced that for yourself. Many of you are able to look back on your history and you can say, this was the defining moment where my life changed because Jesus entered into the scene. And we celebrate that. And because Christ is not done with his work, neither is the church, neither are we. Just because we're in this space does not mean that the beloved church is an ending. This is a new beginning because the mission that God has for us to spread hope and cheer and the joy of Jesus Christ is still needed in this community, amen? Right, we are not done because our Christ is not done. And so today we gather to celebrate. And let me be very specific on what we're celebrating. This is going to sound kind of shocking to you, but we're not celebrating the fact that we're in a new building. We're not celebrating the fact that, that we get a new worship experience. These are merely signposts to the greater celebration that we have week after week, and that's that Jesus Christ lives. Amen? That is who we are. And that is who we will be in this place. That is not changing just because we're in here. If anything, we have a greater passion to share the love of Jesus. Because Christ is not done working. And He has called us to a great work. This is not the end of the Bluff Church, this is merely a new beginning. How beautiful it is that we get to worship in a space that will be such a testimony to the gospel. Because it's a little bit of a mess. If you just look outside that door, it's a mess. But so are we. And yet Christ loved us. He saw the vision of who we could be. And so he has not given up on us. And that's what we get to celebrate. How joyous it is to have this relationship with Christ. And that we will go out there to spread. Because there are people who need to hear it. So we have dreams of moving forward, my friends. We have great dreams. We dream about a day when... Pastors and church planners and missionaries and nonprofits will rise up from our midst who will say yes to Jesus and go out to make a difference. We dream of this being a place where marriages are healed. We dream of this being a place where prodigal sons and daughters will return home. We dream of this being a place where those who feel unloved, who feel like outcasts, who feel like they don't have anywhere to belong, will find a home, will find a family, and more than anything, will hear of the love of Jesus Christ in this place. We have great dreams in this location. Looking back, our God has brought us through so much. We've gone through hills and valleys, and he's been remaining faithful to us. He's been remaining faithful to you. And he's going to continue moving us forward. The best is yet to come. And so it's my great pleasure and joy that this morning, I merely get to be a microphone of what joy awaits for us. You see, our leadership team for months have been meeting, we've been praying about what's the next step for us. So much of it has been, let's get in this location, but we want to continue moving forward. We want you to know that we are not a stagnant church, but God has continued to move us. He has continued to give us vision because there are people out there who need the hope of Jesus and we are determined to share it. We're determined to make a difference. So it's my great joy this morning to share with you just a few things that we believe that God is calling us to be faithful to step into, to give, to serve to be who we are meant to be. So in the next three to five years, there's a lot that's gonna be changing in this church. I'm gonna go ahead and say the most obvious, we dream about completing this building. Now, it's not about the building. It's all about Jesus, but God has given us this resource and we wanna use it to its fullest capacity. So it's gonna be a great joy week after week when we come in this space and you can look around and say, hey, look at the new progress we're making. Look and see how a wall is painted. Look, now we've got carpet and things like that. This is going to be a great joy week after week to just be able to experience something new as we're going to move faithfulness. Because one day, we're going to move from this room into that room, and we're going to continue to celebrate who Jesus is and what all of this represents pointing back to him. But we also have other dreams. Dreams of how we can make an impact upon this community because we wanna be a church that's not saying, hey, come and be a part of us. Well, it's all great indoors. We wanna be a church that's going out into this community to share Jesus because that's what Jesus did. That's the model he set before us. And we wanna be a church that's making an impact upon this community. So one area that our leadership is passionate about that we can step into to make a difference is a local organization which many of you know and many of you have ties with and it's Buddy Ball. See, you may not know what Buddy Ball is. It is where an organization where the most wonderful and beautiful children in our community get to gather together to play sports on a team together, to enjoy luxury that they might not otherwise have. And this organization, they meet in different fields around this community, but they're they're having to be restricted based on the schedules of other teams that have the first priority of those buildings and we think they deserve better. So our plan is in that corner back there to build a field just for them. Yeah. I see that you think this is going to make a great impact upon the community, right? This is an awesome ministry in our town and we want to show them that we see them, we love them, we're coming alongside them and to give them a home of themselves. But our dreams are much bigger than just building projects. We believe that every single one of us is a difference maker. See, Jesus didn't save you just so you can wait to the day that you die and you get to enjoy heaven with you. He saved you because he believes that you or special, that you can make a difference in someone's life. That's why we say all the time that everyone is a difference maker. And we wanna show that into this community, that the church is here to make a difference in the community, to make things better. So one of the things that we're gonna do, and some of you old timers are gonna love this, is that we're gonna revive a program we used to have called For the City. And if you're not aware of what this is, It's an event that we used to do where we would gather on Sunday morning, but instead of having a worship service and have to suffer through Mason's preaching, we will actually break off into teams and we will go out into the community. You'll be given shovels, brushes, paintbrushes, and on that Sunday morning, you will spread out into teams all across the community to make a difference, to show people the love of Jesus. We already have our first one scheduled. Yeah. It's gonna be the Sunday right after Easter because what better day when we gather for worship on Resurrection Sunday to be able to then say, hey, Jesus came to make us difference makers, to make us into who we are meant to be. So the following Sunday after Easter, we will spread out and we will show that to this community, that the Bluff Church is here to make a difference in this community, right? Are you excited for that? Yeah. Yeah. We're also gonna be introducing some other things that we used to do, like block parties. Many of you have been talking about reviving for the city and reviving these block parties, these celebrations in the community, and we are excited to step back into this. We have these things already on the calendar. These are gonna be times where we can show the community our heart and love for them, as well as to show just a good time. And we need that lately, right? There's a lot of darkness in this world. There's a lot of hopelessness. And so we're gonna be a light we're gonna be a beacon of joy and hope. But in order for us to do all these things, to reach out with our hands and feet, to make a difference, it's gotta start internally. And so we're going to be making a couple of changes internally so that we can better love God and love people so that we can come together more as a family so that we would have a deeper love for one another. Because if there's a deeper love for the person sitting next to you, there's a greater chance of that love being spread out into this community for you to look like Jesus to someone who needs that same love. And so we're going to be adding a couple of things. And I'm going to start with the one that's happening immediately. As of today we have a new director of youth ministries and that's our own Andy Luke. Yeah. If you don't know Andy, we've been working with him for a little over a year, going through some training material. He's got a huge passion for the youth of our church to see them come to love God and love people like God has made them to be. And so I'm so excited for the vision he has and the direction he wants to lead our youth ministry. And so Andy, I can't see where you're at, but let me give you a word of advice. Give them heaven and love the hell out of them. Yeah. Another thing that we're adding is something that we've never had the luxury to be able to do. And I'm so excited for this. But for the first Wednesday of every month, we're gonna have a church meal. An opportunity where we can just gather together to have a meal together, maybe play some games, things like that. It'd be like a church in the park experience once a month. How cool would that be, right? Yeah. It'd be an opportunity for us to just love on one another, to have a free meal, to enjoy each other's company outside of just Sunday morning. Because this, we don't want you to think that this is just a show that you come to. This is a family that you're invited to be a part of. In this family, we are imperfect people following a perfect God. So in this family, you don't have to be perfect because the person sitting next to you is as broken as you are and needs the love of Jesus just as much as you. And so for the first Wednesday of every month, we will gather together. It might be sometimes in here. It might be at a park and other locations, but it's gonna be an opportunity for us to come together and be a family. We're going to be adding more things as well. Like in the spring, we're going to be introducing some new classes, new opportunities, all to get us to be who God has always made us to be. My friends, the best is yet to come. Jesus is guiding us forward. He is not done with us yet. He did not bring us this far and say, okay, guys, it's on your own. I've got you this far. But no, he is faithful to remain with us. And the best is yet to come. And it's my heart, and I hope it is your heart too, to say yes to Jesus. That's all we want to do, is just say yes to Jesus. To be able to look at him and say, God, we want to be wherever you are. Use us, let us be your hands and feet. Let us make your name famous. Because that's why we exist. That's why the church exists, because it's not about us. It's all about Jesus. And we gather together to say yes to him. And some of the ways this morning that we are going to show that, I want to give you three things, exciting things that are coming up that we are going to show that we want to say yes to Jesus. I'm going to start with the one that's coming up next week. Next week, we're going to dive back into our story series and we're going to look at the life of Jesus. And so if you're new here, or you're new to being a follower of Jesus or you're like, hey, I, I want to know what this is like, I want to encourage you to be here next week as we're going to dive into for the next six weeks just to look at the chronological story of the life of Jesus and how it might just very well change your life. We're also right after this service, we're gonna do some baptisms of a couple of people who are choosing to say yes to Jesus, who are choosing to say they believe that Jesus is the Messiah, that he is the king of the universe, and that they want their life to point to him because they love him out of the love that he has shown for them. And that's gonna be a wonderful moment. But the thing I'm really excited about right now is all you are sitting probably with a Sharpie on your chair. And you might be wondering, what is that about? And for weeks now, we've been telling you to bring a Sharpie. And it's because of what we're gonna do now. In a minute, I'm gonna pray. And then I'm gonna ask you to get up out of your seat. Pick up your seat. We're gonna stack them up against the wall. And you notice this concrete floor? We need something on it. So you're gonna take your Sharpie and you're gonna write prayers. You're gonna write your name. You're going to write messages. You're going to write your favorite Bible verse, whatever you want to write. And it's going to be forever etched in stone so that one day when there's a carpet on this floor, you'll be able to sit there and know beneath your feet you wrote a prayer about Jesus for this church. Something that will forever have your name on it. Aren't you glad you're here today? Yes. This is an awesome thing that we're going to do. And you might be thinking, Mason, I'm kind of nervous. I don't know what to to write, to pray. Let me go and tell you something super simple, but it will change this church. You ready for it? Here it is. Jesus, please be in this space. Is there a more life-changing prayer than that? And so I'm going to pray here. And I'm going to ask, like I said, go ahead and stack up all the chairs on the wall grab a pen, right on there. And as well as you might notice, there's a cart back there that says Bluff Kids. There's a sign on it. I want you to also take a Sharpie and go and write your name on it because that's gonna hang up on a wall one day and you'll be able to see, hey, I was one of those who's the first one here on the first Sunday of the Bluff Church's new launch and new beginning. So let's pray. Father, I feel like an energizer bunny right now. I'm just, I'm ready to go. You have inspired us with your love. You've been so faithful to us. And it's amazing to think that you want to use us to make a difference. Father, we recognize that's who we were made to be. That to live a life pointing to you is not about a Sunday morning experience, it's about every facet of who you are, and we want that to represent who we are as a church. So, Father, you've given us great visions, you've given us great dreams. We are so excited to see what you are gonna do in this place, Father. This place is your home. It's our home too, Father. And so right now, as we move into this next segment, Father, I ask that you would move with your Holy Spirit among this room, that you would allow us to inaugurate this space as a new beginning, that you would give us the words to be able to write down the prayers, the passages that you want us to write down to forever be etched on this stone floor at our feet. Father, we thank you that you've given us this gift. We thank you for where you're leading us as a church body. It's in your name I pray, amen.